0: wasn't too bad like she's just dressed up like she was she wasn't saying anything she was just shaking her head and like rob put me in with a darth vader voice going well i've only got five credits what will that get me
1: <laughs> oh that's great oh that's terrible but that's great
0: yeah it was it was pretty funny and like there's one part that he didn't cut out where i'm running and i like trip over a tree root <laughs> and i fall <laughs>
1: Valentine Foster.
0: And my name is Beth Revis. I'm the author of Rebel Rising, and welcome to Star Wars Tides.
1: To another exciting episode of Star Wars Ties. Man, Landon and I are so excited to be spending twelve days with you guys. It's the twelve dies of Christmas, and today is day five. So I, of course, am your host, Jameson Stout, and with me is none other than the awesome and amazing Lando Fett. How you doing, Landon? I'm
0: doing great. I don't know if I can live up to that to that build up. <laughs> you build me up so good every episode, I'm like, man, I gotta
1: I gotta deliver. Well, what can I say? You raise me up so I... Okay, no, probably not. But anyway, you you make my heart sing, Landon. Oh, so the b- the least I can do is build you up. Well, thank you. That that means a lot. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. It's listeners. holiday time. It, 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 yeah, we get sappy in the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, anyway so (coughs) excuse me I'm still fighting that uh oh yeah someday it'll be gone maybe by day 12 (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so today we are actually you know Christmas is over we had a great time celebrating it with our family and friends but you know as is always the case around Christmas time you you get to get all the presents that you're so excited about getting and then you realize you know what (sighs) I really wish I'd gotten fill in the blank yep So, and listeners, I know you as Star Wars fans are probably going through the same withdrawal we are as far as things you wish you'd gotten that were Star Wars related. So, this episode is for you. Today is the Star Wars wish list. And the the awesome part about it is, you know, our wives will just have to listen to this episode between now and next Christmas, and they'll know exactly what we want. Exactly. I mean, you know, can't go wrong. But anyway, so, and of course, listeners, if you find anything on our list that you're interested in as well, you can always steal our ideas and ask for them for Christmas. That's right. But you better not be shopping at my Target or I'll I'll get mad. (laughs) Because if that is the last Pop Funko figure of Boba Fett, I want it. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Hey, that Boba Fett Funko Pop, that thing's nice. I like mine. It is. I, I don't have one, so... Ooh. That's why I want one so bad. That's that's on my that's that's one item on my wish list. So uh, <laughs> specifically though, if I had to pick a a Funko Pop that I've always wanted, and I cannot find, and it's because it was a store exclusive, but it's definitely a wish list item for me, and it has been for a couple of years now. It is the Scarif Sand Trooper. Ooh, yeah, those are cool. Was it the Sand Trooper? Shore Trooper. Uh, Shore Trooper. There it is. The Shore Trooper. The Scare of Shore Trooper, Funko Pop, it was a Walgreens exclusive, and I kid you not, when they first released it, the Walgreens here in town had like 60 of them. Wow. Because I walked in, and it was nothing but like one of those side shelves full of them, and I'm like, yeah, I really like that character, I really want that, but yeah, I'm not going to buy it. And now, I'm kicking myself. You can't find I cannot, it. You know, I can't find it. I went back, you know, a couple weeks later, and they'd already gotten rid of them all. Oh, no. And I'm sitting there going, there aren't that many people that are Star Wars fans in the town I live in. Where did these go? (laughs) I honestly think they just got the entire collection for Western North Carolina, and when they realized nobody was going to buy them, they redistributed them. Send it back to the warehouse. Nobody's buying it. Yeah, yeah, nobody's buying this, but I'm like, I will. I'll Mm. buy
0: them all. Stop.
1: I'll buy them all. I don't know about buying them all, (laughs) but I'll buy one. So that is definitely a Funko Pop on my wish list. So that's the first thing that popped in my head. What's an item that just... You know, snap your fingers, bam! That's something you'd really want.
0: something I would really like, and I think my wife has been working on this, and I've told her about it. Is when I at work, I'm known as the guy who wears the really funky, cool socks every day. I've got a pair of Groot from Guardians of the Guardians of the Galaxy. I've got a pair of I am Groot. That's right. I've got a pair <laughs> of uh, Death Trooper uh, socks.
1: Yeah, I remember you sharing a picture of those. those are
0: They're cool. cool socks. I've got some uh, Harry Potter Gryffindor socks. I think what other cool ones we've got? I got some airplanes, and then I've got Spider Man socks, with like nice. with like a little black spider on them. And I want a pair of Boba Fett dress socks to wear to work. Those are cool. And they've cool. got a pair that is a, <laughs> it's like a mix and match pair where one foot is Boba Fett and the other foot is Han Solo frozen in carbonite. Oh,
1: that's cool! I really
0: like that. Like, I'm I'm I like work clothes that I can wear that have Star Wars stuff on them.
1: I mean, that's me with Star Wars ties. Yeah, I have a. As we mentioned in an episode or two ago uh, on Christmas, I think it was, I have a Star Wars Christmas tie that's Darth Vader and candy canes. I actually have two other Star Wars ties.
0: Nice. Um,
1: no, I lied. I have three other. Star oh my Wars goodness! Ties. One of them, I think, I got for Christmas last year or right after Christmas. Because one of my teacher friends ended up getting two of them <laughs> for Christmas, and he gave me one of them, and it's a X-Wings uh, Tie Fighter dogfight tie. Oh, nice! So it's a it's it's an awesome tie. I've worn it several times, even this year. I think I might have even worn it the first day of school. I think I've seen that one. I really like that tie. That's a really it's, it's really a, nice. It yeah, it's a cool tie. And then I think the same friend that sent me the Star Wars Darth Vader candy cane bow tie or candy cane long tie sent me a Star Wars bow tie. Oh. And it's unfortunately I like to tie my own bow ties. This one's a clip on, but you know, it's Star Wars so I still like it. Yeah. But it's a it's a Star Wars bow tie and it's got the Rebel Phoenix logo
0: on it. Oh, cool.
1: So it's a navy blue tie with a red Phoenix logo and if you're you know standing far away, it looks like just a navy blue bow tie (laughs) with red polka dots. Mm -hmm. But the closer you get you can actually see this the Star Wars symbol and, and you know subtle but still present. And then the last one is actually a re I gave it to my father, you know, because my dad taught for 34 years and wore a tie to work every day except Friday, which is, you know, a tradition mm-hmm. that I've continued. <laughs> it's a tradition I, I value very highly. Mr. Stout always wears a tie to work and has for, you know, by the time I retire, 60 years, uh, <laughs> whether it be my father or myself. But anyway, so I gave him a Star Wars tie from episode one, and it's the. Naboo Starfighter coming around Naboo. Oh, cool. And heading, and heading towards the droid control ship. Oh, that's cool. It's it's a really cool scene. And, you know, it came out right around episode one release. So I gave that to him. And then when he retired, he said, Here, have all but like five or six of my ties. Because I really only need about eight. And I'll, he went out and bought a couple of new ones, I think. Because he, he said, I only wear them to church now. So I cycle through about, you know, <laughs> one every. If I have eight, that gives me through two months, and I wear a different tie every week. So, you know, at that point, nobody's going to remember what I wore. So (laughs) I was like, yeah, I guess that's about right. So he gave me – I have a huge collection of ties. So like you, I collect, you know, ties, and specifically I I love my Star Wars tie collection because I wear them to work. Yeah. You know, and I have a couple of pairs of dress socks like what you're talking about. I have a pair of Star Wars dress socks that are gray and navy blue. And just have the word Star Wars on them. Oh, nice! And then I've got a pair of BB-8 socks.
0: Oh, I, I I've seen those BB-8 socks. Those are cool. I've seen those before.
1: Yeah, those are awesome. I love those things. So there you go. All right, let's see. Wish list. Oh, so many things. <laughs> so many things. I am huge. Uh, as you know, part of the reason this podcast even exists is because of Star Wars books. Uh, I am a huge Star Wars book collector, and it, there is a part of me that would desperately love to have a first edition, original Star Wars novel. Oh, yeah. That is an item on my wish list. A you know ghost written by Alan Dean Foster, written supposedly by George Lucas, the original cover in, in decent enough shape. It doesn't have to be mint condition or anything like that. I'd still like to read it, but the original novel adaptation of Star Wars. That
0: would be cool. I would like
1: that. Yeah. That would, that would be awesome. That's definitely something that fits into my, my Star Wars book collecting.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think what I would like book-wise. I would probably like the old Thrawn trilogy and I guess we're going to call it the new Thrawn trilogy. The, the new one's not out yet, and it's going to be several years before it comes out. But have all six of those books when they're out and have them all signed by Timothy Zahn. Oh, And I have the hardcover editions of each one of those. Yeah.
1: Shoot, yeah. I'd even go so far as to say any Star Wars book by Timothy Zahn, I want a hardcover and autographed. So the original Thrawn Trilogy, the Thrawn Duology, which doesn't even actually have Grand Admiral Thrawn in it, but Timothy Zahn wrote it. And then he wrote a book called Survivor's Quest, I think. Or Outbound Flight. Outbound Flight. Yes,
0: I think Outbound
1: Flight. Well, he wrote Survivor's Quest too, but that was... That was was the only one I knew. (laughs) Outbound Flight was about Jaoris Sabath, the Jedi that, you know, kind of is cloned and makes a reappearance within the Throne Trilogy. It's about the original one, I think. Oh,
0: he was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, and I think Luke and, and Mara Jade actually follow the outbound flight's journey mm-hmm. and end up in Chiss Ascendancy space. Oh, cool. In the Unknown Regions. it's It's a fascinating story. So, kind of connecting the prequel trilogy and the original trilogy eras. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, any of those Thrawn books would be great, definitely the new one, Thrawn: Treason. I actually think that's slated to be released summer of 2019.
0: Hey, so we'll get that before the movie.
1: That, I hope so. That's gonna go on my birthday list. There uh, you go. You know, hit, hey, hit, hey, 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 Afton. <laughs> as you're asleep in the other room.
0: Yeah, my wife's asleep too. <clears throat> I'm actually looking for, and this is, and I see one here on Amazon. But I would, I, it would be a cool Christmas gift. Is I have these wood, they call them wood wall posters, wood wall art, and I have uh-huh. uh, Return of the Jedi and Empire Strikes Back, but I don't have a New Hope. And what they are is it's, it's just the movie poster from those movies, but it's like painted onto this real nice piece of wood, right? And it, I mean, it it's almost looks just like the like a photocopy of the movie, but it's just painted on. And it's on that wood. Now that's cool. And I found two of them at Target back when uh, the Last Jedi came out. And I was always looking for a New Hope, and I could never find it. And I I found it now. I know they've got one on Amazon. I may uh I may have to ask for one of those real quick before Christmas gets you know going full steam next year.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, your birthday's coming up in January.
0: That's true. That might be a good birthday present. I don't know. She's talking about getting me a Christmas tree for my birthday, like a black Christmas tree to make it into a Darth Vader tree for Christmas.
1: Now, why can't my wife be that cool? Well, she said, I'll go
0: the day after Christmas when all that stuff's on sale and see if I can't get you a, a, a solid black Christmas tree that <laughs> we can put a black cape around and put a red lightsaber in. That would be awesome. I'm like, yeah, but i got to find a Vader helmet to put on it. She's like, well, you can find those helmets everywhere. Well,
1: that's probably true. Like okay, yeah, you're right. Can't argue with that fact. New, no. <laughs> <laughs> definitely some of the new books that are coming out, like the new book about Padme. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, there there's the new Qui Gon Obi Wan Kenobi book that's coming out. Those are definitely on my my wish list. But one of the things that's definitely on my wish list is, I would like the entire Empire Strikes Back line of the Power of the Force figures.
0: Oh yes.
1: I mean, that's obviously a classic movie in and of itself and great, but, you know, I want the Empire Strikes Back garb for, you know, there's got to be at least two Leas the Cloud City and the Hoth Mm Leia outfits. You've got to have, you know, maybe even Han Solo in Carbonite, you know, pre and post. I'm pretty sure, I know there is a Power of Force figure out there that allows you to put him in Carbonite. Oh, cool. it's him in it, but I think it's supposed to be him coming out of the Carbonite. It, It hinges entirely on whether or not he's wearing the vest <laughs> which is of course one of the big anomalies of Empire Strikes Back versus Return of the Jedi <laughs> how does this vest disappear in Carbonite? But That's a good question you know just I would love to have all of those figures that, and in package it would be great but I actually like them loose so I could pose them and, and do stuff with them of course all of this hinges on the fact that I would need room in my house to be able to do it
0: but. <laughs> What about you? Oh, probably as far as action figures go. And I remember seeing this as a kid and thinking it was just the coolest thing. The original Kenner Darth Vader Star Wars figure case. Mm-hmm. And it had like spaces for each individual figure. It's like Luke goes here, Han Solo goes here. Have have one of those but have it filled with the figures. Yeah. That'd be cool. That would be cool. That would be very expensive though.
1: I uh, you know, I'm pretty sure that nothing we're talking about is cheap. Oh no. <laughs> Actually, there's one thing I'm going to try and look it up on uh, Amazon and see if I can. What I want, I mean, to go back to the, the figures, this would not be Empire Strikes Back, though. This would be either Return of the Jedi or the original. I want uh, the Death Star playset. Oh, yeah, that Death Star playset's awesome. Yeah, I mean, you know, forget my kid's Barbie house. That's right. <laughs> I want the Death Star playset. You know, I want to be able to put my Star Wars figures on display and have them be, you know, in the right scenes and reenact prison escape or the actual, you know, turning off of the shield generators <laughs> or whatever or tractor beam, excuse me. That kind of stuff would rock my world. That that'd be awesome.
0: That would be pretty cool. Oh my goodness, I'm just looking at all of these like. There's a uh, the website. Have you ever been to Brian's Toys?
1: I have heard about Brian's Toys. That's through Amazon, right?
0: I think it is. They are a Star Wars collectible site, and all they have are figures and collectible things, like they've got vintage, modern. I mean, you can, like, look up playsets, everything here. Mm -hmm. I think I've bought a few figures from him. Now, that's cool. He's got a Jabba the Hutt playset. I've never... That would be cool. And it's, like, with a box and everything and instructions on how to put it together. It's, like, Jabba and, oh, the little... What was the little guy's name that laughed all the time? They heh Salacious Crumb? Maybe Salacious Crumb. Yeah, it's Java and him.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you did that really good, by the way. <laughs> well, thank you. I don't I don't I don't think it was as good as it could be. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, imitating his voice is is difficult. Yes, it is. I told my students at one point if I could you know, choose a different career and, and not have to, you know, give up on my dream of being a band director for the rest of my life. Which <laughs> is debatably a dream. Um, <laughs> sometimes it's a nightmare.
0: Oh, you do good. You do good. Well,
1: thank you. <coughs> I would love to do voice acting.
0: That would be a pretty cool, pretty cool game. I would
1: totally love that, uh, and I have no training in it whatsoever. But I love imitating voices, and I think it's one of the reasons I like teaching younger kids is because I can imitate a voice and. It actually keeps their attention. My high school students will just look at me like I'm stupid. Ah. But my middle school students and elementary kids are just like, oh, that was actually kind of funny, Mr. Stout. It's oh, so good. Actually, man. kind of funny. It was funny. I don't know what you're talking about. I am hilarious. <laughs> Come on. It's me we're talking about here. That's right. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, back to the wish list. Thinking retro for a moment. I used to have a Nintendo 64, and it has since disappeared with time. You know, my parents cleaned out parts of the house, and they probably asked me if I wanted to keep it, and at the time, I probably said no. Now I regret that decision, of course, but I would love to have a Nintendo 64 back in my hands with Shadows of the Empire. That would be nice. Dark dark Forces, because I'm pretty sure Star Wars Dark Forces was available on the Nintendo 64.
0: I don't know if it was or not. I'm trying to think.
1: I remember I played it. On a not computer platform, it was on a game system, and I mean the only other system I might have maybe PlayStation. I think I they did it make
0: it for PlayStation, and it was hard to find because they only made like very few copies of it.
1: I didn't own it. I, I you know, this shows are my age here, ladies and gentlemen, but I rented it from Blockbuster.
0: <laughs> oh, that's not showing your age. I used to like to go to Blockbuster and Hollywood Video for for movies and games.
1: I mean, I remember renting quite a few video games and movies, of course, from from <laughs> Blockbuster. But definitely that game. Anyway, so Dark Forces. If if it wasn't for Nintendo 64, then then I you know I want a PlayStation so I can have it on that too. But <laughs> you know I'd like the Episode One Racer, the Rogue Squadron, the Naboo Starfighter. Those I'd love to have those back just so I could play them again because I I miss those. They're miss good games. Me. And I miss being able to. I mean, I know you can play them on like computers and, and stuff like that, but. I miss being able to play them on the actual system.
0: I would like to find my original copy of Knights of the Old Republic that I had in college. I had the actual, like, I know you can play it now, and it's like on smartphones, and it's on computer, and what have you. But I had, like, the actual physical copy for PC of that game. I had, like, the five CDs it came on, and the install guide, And what to do if your game is running slow or crashes, little handout that came with it. Cool.
1: I have that game, Knights of the Old Republic, on Xbox.
0: Oh, that would be something else I would like to. I don't have an Xbox. I I had an Xbox, and I sold it. And I've got that game, but
1: I, I don't have the machine to play it on. I do have the original Xbox. That's awesome. And that's one of the games that I still have on that Xbox, um... So, I might have gotten rid of the Nintendo 64, but I didn't get rid of my Xbox. Not sure if that was really a smart decision in the long run or not, but... Bah! Anyway. This is on my wish list, but it's really for my kid. And it came out earlier this year, and I tried to convince my wife to get it for my daughter for Christmas, but I don't think we ended up doing it. It's by Adam Rex. It's called Are You Scared? Darth Vader. Oh! It's a, uh, of course, it's a kid's book. And it kind of goes through how Darth Vader is, of course, scared of nothing. Oh, except except you closing the book on him. <laughs> I like that, but it, it kind of goes through to show how all the you know horror monsters from Halloween and stuff like that aren't scary. Yeah, because Darth Vader's not scared of them. But at the same time, you know, I, I wanted when that book came out, I was like, I'd really like to get that for my daughter. Not that I'm worried about her being scared of anything, but just because it's a Star Wars book for her for her kids. Mm-hmm. But I'm waiting on it. I think to come out in paperback because it was out. It was hardback and it was not not cheap. So that's that's definitely on my wish list.
0: I like that. That's a that's a good one to have on there. Oh, I've actually see that on uh, on Amazon right now. Mm-hmm. And I've got we've got the Goodnight Darth Vader kids book, and then Vader's Little Princess. I have Vader's Little Princess. And I'm trying to think of what else they've got. Darth Vader and Friends. That one looks really good.
1: Uh, for girls, you know, because I have two of them. There is Star Wars. I am a princess. We've got the Princess Leia, I Am a Princess book. Yeah, that's what I meant. That's the one. That one's good. Um, oh, I love that. My, my daughter has that one memorized.
0: That's a good one. Mom got Lola one year, and this is a real good, like, if if you have younger kids that can't really understand Star Wars, but they like how the characters look, it's a set of golden books that summarize the first six movies.
1: Hmm. Now that's cool.
0: It's, it's really cool, and... Like it still kind of has some of the the sadder parts of the of the thing in there, but it it's written to where kids can understand it. Yeah. Like Darth Vader was sad that his friend didn't want to didn't want to join him on the dark side or something is what it said about Obi Wan. And I'm like, huh? I'm like, oh, Obi Wan Obi Wan really tried to kill him. <laughs>
1: we gotta, they they watered it down a little bit too much for you, but we'll tell you the truth. You know? We'll tell
0: you the truth. Anakin was going to kill everybody, and Obi Wan was trying to stop him. But yeah, those are those are good books. Like if you have younger kids, those uh, little golden books with the the summaries of oh, the yeah. of the movies, I really like those.
1: Yeah, the little golden books are awesome. Those are those are great books for your kids. Definitely things you'd want to get, and if they're not on your wish list, they should be on your kids' wish lists.
0: That's right.
1: Especially if you're trying to get them into Star Wars. I mean, you know, part of. The, Part of the focus of this podcast is, of course, how we share Star Wars with our children, mm-hmm. and definitely storybooks are a way that I do it. You know, and toys. You know, yeah, all of those. So back to things that I wish I had. The I am a huge fan, of course, of Star Wars Legos, uh, and this year they released a Yoda's Hovel. Oh, let me see if I can find that real fast. It's Yoda's Hut. I think it is actually how it's labeled it was released this year as a lego
0: oh nice
1: yeah here it is it's only 229 pieces but (coughs) oh that's cool yeah i mean it just looks that's just a really awesome looking i mean you get luke in his training gear you get r2d2 covered in mud which is awesome yoda and then you know the actual hut and stuff like that it's just cool looking i like
0: that Uh, and And the little snake i like the little snake that comes with it nice nice detail there that's cool I really like that. I don't know if you've seen it yet, the uh, the Betrayal at Cloud City Lego set. Let's see it.
1: Ooh, it's 520. Oh, you've told me about this one.
0: That one is so cool. That one, like, blows because my Because it's mark. got,
1: like, four scenes or whatever? Yeah,
0: it's got, like, and the Lego people in it are smaller than normal Lego people co- because you can act the scenes out in the city. That is really cool.
1: I like that
0: you've got the carbonite chamber and the landing platform and
1: yeah and then you've got the the apartment and let's see what's that fourth section it's the carbon freezing chamber there's the apartment all you have where c3po gets disassembled yeah that's awesome that's only 529 dollars, but that is really cool if somebody's generous buy that for our research for the show we'll put it together and play with it purely for research we'll take lots of pictures and put it up on the facebook
0: page. that's right I really like those First Order uh, Star Destroyer Lego kits, too. I'd like to try to build one of those.
1: Yeah, there is one thing that I have been coveting for years, and I would love to have it. This This particular item, I'm a huge fan of art. I mean, I'm a, I'm a band director for Heaven's 6 I, I, I'm a big fan of music, obviously, but visual art is also very attractive.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: and Ralph McQuarrie, of course, is the famous art concept artist for some of the original Star Wars stuff. And a couple years ago, they released it back in 2016, they released a full compilation book. It's like two volumes of all of his Star Wars artwork. Every piece of it. And it's in two hardback books in a, in a cardboard casing. And I mean... That's cool. I would love... I mean, it's got, of course, all the information about it. It shows you some of his concept design work as he developed some of the, the artwork that he was working on. You see kind of the development of Chewbacca and, you know, some of the, the posters that he did. So, yeah, I'm a huge fan of, of Ralph McQuarrie's artwork in general, and I would love to have that book. It's a uh, hundred and something dollars, but it's... It's a cool... I feel like that would be totally worth That's it.
0: worth it. I think it's worth it.
1: It's worth, like, twice that. It's worth, like, $250. That's awesome. Um, so... I would be very happy to have that to just kind of look through. That would be a good coffee table look for me.
0: Heck yeah, i would be good for anybody, I think. That's really cool. Did you ever get the comic, uh, The the Star Wars, that was kind of based on the original scripts of what George Lucas wanted Star Wars to be, and it was like those scripts put into a comic book?
1: I have read a few of them, but I I don't have them or anything. I I, just kind of perused. I've got
0: issue one of The Star Wars, and it's... It's pretty cool because a lot of the artwork in it is kind of based on the Ralph McQuarrie work. Oh,
1: okay. Cool.
0: Like, I was looking through the the preview of that that you sent me, and, like, one of the designs was used in that comic for uh, General Skywalker, as he was called. Oh, that's cool.
1: Yeah, And, and, you know, a lot of his stuff has kind of made reappearances and resurgences. One of the reasons I'm such a big fan of Star Wars Rebels is because... A lot of Ralph McQuarrie's artwork and concept artwork has been reused. You know, they took the original sketches and just made... I mean, look at the original R2-D2 sketch. They're on the cover of the book. That's Chopper. Yep. Uh, and the C-3PO that's in the for- forefront is actually in Season 3. There's that episode where Thrawn sends out those probe droids that are actually proton bombs. Yep. Oh, uh, and that's, they look
0: right. That is, oh my gosh. Uh,
1: that's the it's the C3po figure or the C3po art. So I mean, they basically just took. And if you go and look, I don't know if they have it in one of the fourteen images or not. Uh, the Chewbacca sketches. Mm-hmm. If you look at some of the earliest sketches of Chewbacca before he gave him hair, you'll see basically Zeb. Yep, I, I kind of see that in a few of those a lot of that kind of stuff kind of makes this reappearance which is what's so cool about it you can kind of see where it, it developed uh, so definitely Ralph McQuarrie stuff and any of the artwork books like the the making of mm-hmm. uh, or the artworks of the original trilogy the prequel trilogy or even the new stuff you know part of the reason I don't have those is because I just don't have room for them I've mentioned it to my wife and she's like I would love for you to have those books because I know you would read them Yeah. but where would you put them when you were done and I'm like well that's a fair point I really don't have anywhere I could put them. Logic. Without, no. Yeah. How dare you, you know, convince me not to get something with your logic.
0: hate when they A use Star logic. Wars shelf. I know. So mean. <laughs> it's like here I was all amped up about this, and now your logic has destroyed it.
1: Yeah. Another thing that I would really love to have and I have the I have the return of the Jedi and I've mentioned it before is the the radio drama mm-hmm. and I want the first one and the second one the Star Wars and the Empire Strikes Back radio dramas
0: oh that would be cool
1: and it's been a podcast idea of mine to actually do my own radio drama that would be cool that
0: would be interesting I'd like to see that see that work
1: yeah that would uh, the only reason it hasn't come to fruition is because I thought about it I'm like you know I would want to have to have a soundtrack, I'd have to do funny voices, I'd have to have other people involved so that we could do multiple voices, which means you'd have to write a script and come up with some sort of a plot and sound effects. I mean, there's a lot of things that would go into it. I feel like I have enough trouble editing <laughs> a social podcast. Something like that might be a little bit too much.
0: That would be like full-time, have to have somebody yeah. working around the clock. If on. I was
1: getting, yeah, If I was getting paid to do it, shoot, yeah, man do a Star Wars fan radio podcast I could get down with that I would like that right put together a script of some sort of a not a, not less a, a fan film but a fan podcast and then just you know make up your own story with Star Wars characters and then find ways to tell it and use sound effects and stuff like that that'd be
0: it'd be interesting that would be cool I think that would be fun that would be a lot better did Rob ever show you the video called star cops that me and him made when we were back in high school no we don't know where, but don't know where really it's at, funny. but it's like, the way it was, and this is ridiculous, we're probably 16, 17 years old, he was playing it like Luke Skywalker was a cop, and it was like an episode of Cops, and they were in his car, and he was like, yeah, these streets them all sizely. it's a rough place, but you know, I have to come out here and patrol these and make sure, uh oh, what have we got going on here? And like the camera, like zooms out of the car, and it's me with a Darth Vader mask and cape on, and I'm talking to, uh, I'm talking to his wife, his wife. Now they were dating. Then I'm talking to her, and she's all dressed up, and I'm like, "Well, you know, I only have five credits. I mean, what can that get me?" And he's like, "Hey, hey, wait, wait!" And I'm like, "Uh, wait a minute. Is this a bust? Is Darth Vader?" And I take off running. <laughs> oh it was great it, it was good i told us that if you can find star cops we need to put that on the internet
1: oh i don't know if you should put that on the internet Krista beth might never let you live that one down she wasn't
0: too bad like she's just dressed up like she was she wasn't saying anything. she was just shaking her head and like rob put me in with a darth vader voice going well i've only got five credits what will that get me
1: <laughs> oh that's great oh that's
0: terrible but that's great yeah it was it was pretty funny and like there's one part that he didn't cut out where I'm running and I like trip over a tree root <laughs> and I fall <laughs> Rob's like yeah you gotta watch out for that Darth Vader he likes to hit the sauce. sometimes he falls over for no reason
1: oh man you have to find that I have to see that and it
0: ends with him like handcuffing me as Darth Vader throwing me in the back of his key I said alright you're going to Moss Isley jail just to cool down for a little bit we're gonna we're gonna see if we can get this straightened out and I'm like you'll never take me alive I'll choke you when I get free with the force
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's good oh man so I want a copy of that
0: we'll have to get
1: You'll have, me and Rob will have
0: to track it down somewhere and like he did he put the bad boys theme over it and everything
1: I mean he edited it really well huh well, he has a knack for it. He really does. He does. He's good. He's good. He no doubts there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so,
1: uh, let's see. So, badger
0: here. Rob for Star Cops if you want that on your I wish will, list this I year. Will,
1: I will badger Rob because it is now on my wish list. That, that's officially there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's see. I'm trying to think what else I could possibly put on my wish list. You know, in a in a perfect world, which I mean, this is a wish list, so. I would love to have, like you mentioned earlier, a Star Wars Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would specifically like all of the Hallmark ornaments that make noise that are Star that Wars. That would be cool. Uh, because, as I mentioned in another episode, within the last, starting with last year, this year, and next year's releases, they will communicate with each other as to where they a- start acting out scenes of the movies.
0: That's cool. That's a cool uh, idea. I want
1: that on a tree. So if I had, you know, A, room in my house for another Christmas tree, which we don't, uh, and B, you know, the the money and the the time to put together a Star Wars-themed Christmas tree, that would totally be what it would be. And that's on my wish list. I'd love to have those ornaments put put on there.
0: That would be pretty cool. I would like those as well. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. I'm trying to think what else I would like. I would like another Force FX lightsaber.
1: I would like a Force FX lightsaber. But, funny story about Force FX lightsabers. Those first came out right around the time episode 3? I think, yeah, I was going to say, I think it's Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, because they were at the Books-A-Million at the mall where I went to go see episode 3 the first time. And I know this won't surprise many of you listeners, because I am the host of a Star Wars podcast. But I went to Star Wars episode 3 in costume. Nice. I was dressed up as a Jedi. Uh, and we went, I went with a few friends, uh, high school friends, because I was, uh, uh, still in my hometown, and of course we went to Barnes, uh, Books A Million first before we went to go to the movies, and they had the FX lightsabers, so there is a picture of me floating around on the internet, I'm sure holding a lightsaber and I was dressed specifically as a Jedi Padawan. I even had the braid. Oh, cool. That I had made conveniently made out of black and brown yarn because my hair is dark enough where some people misconstrue it as black or brown. Mhm. So I literally got black and brown yarn and braided it together. Nice. And then lashed it with, you know, different the different colored, you know, uh, threads so that it looked like, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi's Padawan braid. Nice. Um, and from afar, it looked uh, legitimate. I had it held into my hair, which was slightly longer as well as it is now because I keep it cut a lot shorter, with a bobby pin. <laughs> you know, I was I was rocking it, man. I was, I was rocking it. So there's a picture of me holding an FX lightsaber in a Books-A-Million in full Star Wars regalia as a Jedi Padawan. Um, nice. That's the only time that I can ever recall actually holding an FX lightsaber.
0: They're pretty cool. The one I got, I found on eBay... And the guy had listed it as parts not working. And, you know, I sent him a message. I said, Hey, I see you've got this parts not working. What's wrong with it? He's like, Ah, he said, You know, I've put batteries in it and I can't get it to to fire up. So, you know, I'll sell it. I'll sell it to you for nearly nothing. So I bought it from the guy for like 30 bucks. Nice. It's shipped to the house. I get it out, put batteries in it doesn't turn on i'm like okay let's see what's going on here so i pulled the battery pack out and looked at the connectors they just had a little bit of corrosion on them like it wasn't making a cola yep i got coca-cola and a wire brush and scrubbed it real good with the coca-cola and let it kind of boil that off fired right up and it's been working great ever since i'm like i got this for a steal basically
1: yeah you did sweet well, you want another one, I want one. That's on my wish list. I would like Obi-Wan Kenobi's. Now, there's a company... Old old Ben Kenobi's. Old Ben Kenobi. There's a
0: company that makes old a ben replica Kenobi's. of it. And, I mean, I think it's, with sound and all that stuff, I think it's like 180 bucks, But it's as, supposedly as close to the movie as you can get.
1: That would be cool. Yeah, that's definitely on my wish list.
0: And maybe, a, maybe some more helmets. Like, I like the Star Wars helmets for some reason. I've always loved the Star Wars helmets. Like, maybe a, a Darth Vader helmet. I mean. We're going to call you Lando Bridger. Lando Bridger. Yeah, I've got my, my helmets in my communication tower. <laughs> <laughs> I love that about him. He had, like, a helmet for every situation.
1: For every in. situation. Yeah, he was good at collecting those. Yeah. Uh, let's see. One thing that actually really intrigued me that y- you mentioned. Uh, couple of episodes ago was the film cells. Yes. I would love a film cell uh, or more than one, you know. I, I would love to have a, a couple of those. That animation cell that I have is just fascinating that's to me, cool. so the the concept of having an, uh, a film cell would just be equally as cool. So, that's that's definitely on there. I, and another thing I would like, even though it's like $500 if you looked at it on Facebook. Did you see that Columbia was releasing a uh, a oh, custom jacket, yeah, the, that hoth was based on the hoth jacket. Yes. Shoot, I would love that. I would wear that all the freaking time in the winter, <laughs> guaranteed. But you know, I looked at the price. Like, I I clicked on the article. I was like, I wonder how much. I was thinking it might be like two hundred dollars. It's five hundred dollars. That's crazy. I was like, all right, well, never mind. Um, I can't do that. But I can't. I can't. I can't convince anybody in my family to even. <laughs> consider contributing not even buying it just contributing to a a columbia jacket i mean yeah they'd be they'd buy me a columbia jacket or help me buy one but specifically a star wars one (laughs) when you could get something that's equally as warm that doesn't have something star wars on it for a lot less three hundred dollars less
0: doesn't even come with a tauntaun for that much
1: i know i want my own tauntaun come on now that you
0: can cut open and stay inside if you have to
1: oh and i thought they smelled bad on the inside or outside rather
0: excuse me i have to explain to lola what that is every time i'm like honey they're just it's not real but they cut that animal open I'm like it's not real baby it's it's not real it's a fake animal
1: okay (laughs) tauntauns aren't real
0: they're not real i mean we want them to be real but they're not oh they're not
1: (laughs) i know you're sorely disappointed oh all right well we are nearing the end of our time here so, do you have any last-minute wishes that you would like to have? Ah! Uh. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, that was the buzzer. So, no, that's okay. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> that was great.
1: I was trying to stop it and I couldn't find it. Yeah, I was going to say that
0: the timing of that couldn't have been more perfect. <laughs> do you have any more wishes? Well, duh, 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 duh. Uh, <laughs> if I could have any one thing, Star Wars. This Christmas, I think I would like to have, oh gosh, that's so hard to just choose one.
1: I'll go big or go I'm home. I'm going
0: to go big or go home. I'm going to go big and say the Betrayal at Cloud City Lego set.
1: Nice. I'm going to go bigger. Uh-oh. Next, We're talking next Christmas now. So I want an exclusive ticket to the premiere.
0: Oh, you are going big. I like that. Go
1: big. I mean it'll never happen but I, I that would be you know where I could meet some of these actors and actresses and get their autographs ask them to be interviewed on the podcast you know purely for research get a, get
0: a seat next to Mark Hamill and watch him in episode 9
1: Yeah Ghost and you know live whatever That would that would be that would be my childhood right there That that would that I would be good I'm, I would you know I wouldn't have to have anything else you know Yeah for Christmas ever, you met Luke Skywalker. <laughs> I mean, you you don't need anything else. Exactly. So that would sort make my heart sore. Would be the opportunity <laughs> to to see Episode Nine in the red carpet premiere in California. That would be cool. That'd be, I mean, like I said, it'll never happen. But hey, it's on my wish list. Go big or go home. If not Episode Nine, then one of the future trilogies or one of the future movies, spinoffs, whatever.
0: Or I would just like to be in the Mandalorian. It's like hey. Can I be in the TV show? I would like my own. Yeah. I would like my own suit of armor to bring home as a as a memento. Exactly. I mean, yeah.
1: I mean, <laughs> to be asked to be in one of the Lord, even a chance to interview some of these people would be worth it. That would it, be but, worth it. Yeah. Um, you know, but to to have a chance to talk to George Lucas himself.
0: That would be pretty cool.
1: Yeah. So those are all on my wish list, but those are like priceless items at this at that point. You know, you're getting well beyond. Yep. Beyond my credit card limit. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, that's past my my yearly income. <laughs> um, so, all right. Well, once again, we've hit the the time limit mark. So, as we almost had the buzzer cut. Mr. Lando Fed off here. That's okay. Listeners, thank you once again for listening to episode 5 of the Star Wars Christmas Ties, or 12 Ties of Christmas, there we go. We hope that some of our wishlist items might be wishlist items of yours, but if not, we, we certainly hope that you enjoyed listening to us banter back and forth about things that we would love to either have or or dream about having, in, in some cases. Definitely my last item. And I think <laughs> I will choose our, our blue milk this evening. since I. I was enjoying a nice cup of it while we were talking tonight. Here is to all of our Star Wars ties listeners, to enjoying a fantastically wonderful glass of apple cider blue milk. Mmm, yum. May the force be with you.
0: Goodbye.
1: I'm really I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't smoke, kids. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it For me, and you don't want to smoke, you'll end up like that Darth Vader character on an inhalator. <laughs> <laughs> I smoke so much, it burned my face. And then
2: my best friend coughed my arms and <laughs> legs.
0: <laughs> they really missed the PSA with Darth Vader, like telling kids not to smoke. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll my wife It's bad
0: Yeah
2: <laughs>
1: Do it Do it now
2: <laughs> I am the cynic